one. Welcome to the Dumb Dominoes Podcast. As always, I'm Chase. Josh. Zach. And bringing you another car ride review on the horror film Barbarian. So wow. who's going to start this one? I'll start it. <laughs> this movie's been in theaters for about four weeks. I've heard nothing but good things. Horror is Josh and I's favorite genre. I wouldn't miss a horror movie for the world. Man, I, I, it's my favorite time of year, my favorite kind of movie. Like, it was great. In whole, we've been doing this podcast for six, seven months now, and we've only done three car ride reviews, and this week we've done two, both scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, it just, this movie reiterated my love for horror movies. I mean, we watched it. I was gripped the whole time. I never knew what was going to happen. And the payoffs were great. And I was scared and I was intrigued and the mystery. Yeah. And I didn't Man. see that bump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the acting was awesome. I loved the casting. Yeah. We can run through that. But my initial reaction of this film was I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I'm definitely going to get this on DVD. Oh, like, for sure. Like, it was great. And this movie and Smile, our last two car ride reviews, I like both of the movies I a think lot. they're fantastic. I think man. they're well above the, you know, that's a pretty good movie. I think they're well above that. They're like, you know, these are good movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, fill me in on what you thought initially. I'll oh, let you go, Josh. Yeah. First, I'll right. let you go. Well, first, I was like, man, uh, it was like a slow start, but interesting. And I was like, when um, when she ended up getting in the Tess. house. Yeah, when Tess, Tess ended up getting in the house with the, uh, what was his name in the movie? Keith. 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 Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> we were going to. Yep. So hey, when Keith God bless Tess, Bill Skarsgård. What a talented man. Absolutely. I really I love him. that entire time that he just, he was just coming across as kind of like creepy. He wasn't. And, and the, I, uh, this movie pulled a bait and switch. I know. Away. He and was I the red herring. It. Yeah. And he I was, loved it. He was a beautiful red herring, like perfectly set. <laughs> Not to mention him being Pennywise. And, and, <laughs> and they were such good actors, too. Oh, man. I just... I think the shining part of this movie was the acting. Now, was the writing great? Was uh, the cinematography great? Yes. Yeah. But the acting was the clear shining star of this movie. Mm-hmm. So, Zachary? Well, I mean, as a horror, horror movie... From what I understand and know and enjoy about him. You can tell us the truth. I mean, I liked it. I did. Now, I felt I got more scared in Smile. Smile scared me more. Smile, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what it was. I think overall I enjoyed it more, but I'm not saying this is bad at all. This was a good movie. It's just, I don't, there, I don't know what it was. Like, there were moments where I just didn't like, like it kind of pulled me. Like I didn't know which way it was going, and I just, this movie? I kind of felt lost in, in in a few times. In this movie, yeah, I never got well. Never. I never got lost at all. In I this. actually thought this uh, this story was fairly simple. Like, what did you have trouble with? Like, where, where did you get lost? Well, um, so when we first got there, you know, obviously, uh, so we're we just gonna run through the movie. 
as well. Okay, you want to go down that route? Yeah, let's go down that route, and I'll kind of tell you where it kind of threw me in Okay, in go ahead. So we started off, uh, Tess, she, she's at this house late at night. It's raining. She's trying to get in. She can't get in. There's no key to in the lockbox. She finally op uh, knocks on the door, and there's a guy in there already. She's written this Airbnb, and there's Keith. And she's like, who are you? I'm, I'm renting this place. And he goes, well, so I, I'm this guy. I'm renting this place. Both strangers have no idea who each other are. And, yeah. and here's another thing. I mean, I guess we can get into that later, but it just felt off to me. But anyway. What felt off? So they both rented this That's place. That's very common to double book because people use Expedia and then people use uh, other, like, Airbnb apps and yeah websites and that that's so common for booking plane tickets and booking hotels and you got two three different third party bookings and it's there, actually very common. Well, there's just a moment where later on they say, "I okay, well maybe clear this up." So there, there's a moment later on in the in the film <laughs> where uh, the owner of that house says. You know, AJ. how long, yeah, AJ, how long has it been since anyone's rented this place? And someone said weeks. Was that, how long before? I think she was down there for a, a weeks? Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay, because I. But they never checked out. That's the thing. That's why. No, no, no. That, you don't, it doesn't work like that. You just book for a certain amount of days. So they just assumed that she stayed, him and her stayed for their three days or their week. Oh. And then they checked out because you just Airbnb for, I don't know, three, five, seven days you go out. And then when the next people book it, they come in and clean. Yeah. So there you go, Zachary. Well, it was just the weeks part of that threw me off because I, I assumed that this only happened within a few days. Like, I, I guess I just didn't figure weeks had well, passed. Yeah, I mean, that, you didn't, now that you think about it and we're talking about it, that's actually a very, very important piece of dialogue because that lets you know how long she's been trapped down there. Okay. Yeah. So that's, what do you think about that now? Yeah. Well, uh, that's the beauty of the car ride review. Right yeah. There. So basically, they're, they're in the house and they're getting used to each other and she was uncomfortable at first, but she's getting to know them, they're chatting, they're that having a good charming. time. Absolutely. He's got, that, he's got that kind of awkward charm about him, and I love it. He's a scars guard. And uh, <laughs> so the next day, they go about their business, and then uh, she comes home early, and this dude is running at her out on the street, because it, this is a pretty barren oh, well, place yeah, she's in in Detroit. They had a reveal that it was a very bad Detroit street. Yeah, because yeah, every, every house on this plot, or on this whole street, was run down they burned out somebody wanted to crap on detroit in this movie yeah <laughs> the writing's down <laughs> like every house is completely like there's graffiti on half I of mean, it is it not realistic though <laughs> i mean i i've never been to detroit so. ah, it's a jab but but basically this guy's running at her she freaks out she runs inside locks the door she goes into the basement looking for toilet paper and she finds this rope in the wall. She pulls on this rope and what happens? A door. Secret door. Secret oh, you forgot door. to say when they were asleep and, and like, Well, the no, door he, was he covered it that okay. they really tried to make Keith 
Bill Skarsgård character, a red herring. Like, sure, come into the room. It's raining. Here's a quirky, you know, weird man. You know. Let me make it tea. You know, let me you make. You want to know when I knew that it wasn't? It wasn't Bill him. when he got his head smashed in. No, it was. <laughs> no. It was when he was on the couch making noise, right? Yeah. And I was like, all right, maybe he's sleepwalking and he's going to go crazy and start attacking her or something, you know? And uh, then hunting her down in like a sleepwalking thing. He got mad at her. He was yeah. like... And and then I saw the door close behind her. That's when I knew. I was like, yeah, that, something's going on. There was something Either else. Either there's something paranormal in the house or something just went down into that room. And I was like, all right, it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie was paced out really well with reveal. And a lot of these scary movies I've seen recently have done a great job because you're already high tense because you think Keith might be the killer. Yeah. But then when you reveal that there's a room down there, you're like, holy crap. And when she walks in it, the tensions are high and you see basically this room. And it's just got a bed, blood stains, and a camera. And you go, oh my God, this, you know, this is Ted Bundy's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not Ted, I guess Ted Bundy kills him out in the forest or whatever, but. Dahmer. This is Dahmer's house. <laughs> and, uh, it's some crazy so, guy. But here's the greatest thing. That, to me, at that moment, was a huge reveal. But in the end, that was just a foreshadowing. The tip of the iceberg. So that's, I think, I want to give them props. They did a very good job on that building. Was, yeah, that was just like storytelling. Lord of the like Rings. Subtle. The Rings of Power should learn a thing or two about building suspense. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, so carry she, on. So she gets... Uh, <laughs> I didn't talk crap on that joke. So she just... So she sees this <laughs> room. She starts to freak out. And then... Uh, was yeah, that the end of she's it? Out. No, she's uh, no, yeah. trapped. She goes to run back upstairs and she finds out that she's trapped. The, the, the door, door leading to the basement. So now locked she's her in. waiting on uh, Bill. I'm just Bill. kidding. His name's Keith. <laughs> Keith. Keith. She's waiting on Keith to get home so he can help her get out. So he helps her out when he gets back and he's wanting to know what's down in the basement and. That's the, that's one part where I was like, why would he be so like determined? Like in real life, white well, people, huh? White people. Yeah, oh, I guess they got to investigate. Well, I he, would never go down there. What are you saying? Why is she so determined, or him? Why is he so determined he to wasn't. go and see? Oh. He he was he determined wasn't. to go down there. Though. So Josh, you were saying. Why did he want to check it out so bad? Or yeah, he was like, uh, him? yeah, um, Keith he, was like, he actually didn't want to. Like she was the one making. He only did because she was making a big deal and she was gonna leave. I, well, yeah, that's he fair. Was, he I, was. I guess saying, I would have been like, uh, it's probably it. nothing. You know, that's what he, he said. Okay, he, he just did it to appease her. I think he didn't yeah. want her running off in the middle of the night. You know what's hilarious about all that? You thought he was a bad guy, or we all did, I guess, sort yeah. of. He was just a, a wonderful person. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want her. He chose to let her in. He chose to not try let to her, make her feel comfortable. Try to make her feel comfortable. Like, give he her. He down, gave her the bedroom. He checked out Hitler's bunker, Dahmer's bunker down there, just so she wouldn't run off at, at night in Detroit. 
So he goes down there, and we figure out, as I said, perfect storytelling. You thought that was the huge reveal. There's another hidden door behind that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Cause, leads. Because she, uh, she, she calls out for him. Looking for him. Yeah. She calls out for him. He doesn't answer. She goes back down there to find him and then bumps into another secret door. And then the wonderful cinematography of the way the stairs looked and the way this downward tunnel. I thought that was awesome looking. I know I compare everything to a video game. Oh, Lord. But that looked like the same stairway from Silent Hill 2 when you're uh, going down into the hotels. Or not the hotel, the uh, it's the Silent Hill Hill, uh, Society place. And you go down these stairs and it feels like it's never ending and then it opens up into like a labyrinth or a maze. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and then the the tension builds, and she can faintly hear him screaming, "Like help me," or something yeah. like that. And at the time, we have no idea what's down there. So, you really still believe that uh, Keith may be the killer. This may be his house. He may be doing this as a, to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the way the tunnel looks, it's like. The tension building was very good. That's yeah. all, that's what I have to say about that. And so she crawls down there to find him. She's got her phone light. Right? Yeah. And he says, "Well, you shut up. There's somebody down here. They bit my leg." Yeah. And you're like, "What?" And I actually thought at that moment that he was pulling her leg. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think? I, was, I it honestly was in the back of my mind, but I was like, I don't think so because that door closed on its own, and I was like, yeah. now we know that the door just closes on its own. But still, I honestly had no idea. I had no idea where we were going from here. But then we, so he's telling her, you know, be quiet. Um, there's something else down here with us. And then what happens? This. Uh, What's the name of those in The Witcher, Josh? Hag? What's the... Oh, you're talking about the um, the water hags and the... Uh... Looks like a Wendigo. And look at way. me. Look at me. I'm pulling a video game reference. <laughs> yeah. Like she she kind of looked like that, though, didn't she? She looked exactly like a hag from The Witcher. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And she comes out of nowhere, and she smashes Keith's head in. Yep. Was I was like really sad when that happened too. I swear to God, I spent the whole rest of the movie waiting for a, a Keith reveal. Yeah. It never happened. He was dead. Yeah, that's and what I was I waiting wish for. We would have been able to see his body somewhere, but he's probably like pulled down in that labyrinth somewhere, or, or she ate him. I yeah, that's what I was thinking. Him. She probably ate him. She has to have something to eat. Yeah, but there would be blood there unless she cleaned it up, right? All right. So right after this scene, we know she's pretty intelligent. Right after, uh-huh. right after Keith's death is where I got confused because we cut to I love this part we cut straight to Justin Long Justin Long man (laughs) we cut to him and his uh, what is it Uh, he's a movie star yeah convertible yeah and he's driving down Hollywood or driving you know down the coast in California and uh, he gets accused and they kick him off this uh, movie or pilot for a show I think yeah, but, and he's losing. He's like losing a lot of money because of it, because of a scandal. And uh, 
she maybe she lied, maybe she didn't. We don't know. It's it was different. actually, a, I thought it was a little bit of a jab to a what? lot of the Me Too movement. A lot. Oh, of, you mean like Amber Heard or something? Yeah, I thought it was like the Amber Heard thing where. You know, a while ago, the Me Too movement, and like, that's great. They should absolutely pre prevent women from being taken advantage of. But, you know, then it went too far, and then you got someone like Amber Heard who... Mm -hmm. Tried yeah, to abuse it. Abused that, and I think that was a definitely a jab at that. Well, yeah, but at the end of the movie, I don't want to say anything yet, but it kind of plays a different take on his character. Like, he's, like, remorseful, and then he, like, changes out of nowhere. Well, I think know? that's kind of his whole conundrum is, like, yeah. he doesn't even know if he's a bad or a good guy, but he's just, he's so bare bones, like, I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. So, who is anybody when they're just yeah. trying to survive? Oh, so anyway, so he you go didn't like the big cut. Well, that's what can... You didn't know what it's it not, was about. Yeah, that's what confused me. Yeah, because it did go a while it without just, explaining what was like what his part played in the story yeah, it did go a while after Keith got his head smashed in and you were just so like ah! I, yeah I was so in that and then we're driving down the sunny beaches of uh, California <laughs> but to be perfectly honest I was only like what is going on for about a little while because I caught it real soon it was only 10 minutes and he was with his uh financial advisor mm. and they said he owns property in Michigan and I got it I for some reason I was in tune with this movie me too I knew immediately that he was the owner of the house yeah. me too I was like all right I'm pretty either either he's gonna stop at that house on his way he yeah. doesn't live there but he can't afford that, anything I, yeah so that's what I thought like the movie for a night on his way or he, he owns, owns the, the house. house yeah so after that they drugged that along for a little while but I, I got it Eventually, he goes, because of all these scandals, he's losing all of his money. He can't pay for anything. And he owned this house and the guy uh, wants in him Detroit. And selling property, so... So, he goes down there to see if he can find a way to sell it or talk to people. And, and he's having a full-on Gina Carano uh, situation where he got accused of doing something. And no one has proved that he did this and he's an actor. Well, he gets fired off the movie. His financial managers drop him. His lawyers won't talk to him. All immediately. And that's exactly what happened to Gino Carano. And that seems that they took a jab at that exact trend that's been going on in Hollywood. So they're actually kind of referencing real situations that have been going on mm -hmm. in Hollywood. So I, I appreciate it. <laughs> they're that. referencing Detroit cops. We'll, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I, you get what I'm saying about that, though? Yeah. Like, I've actually heard this exact story on other podcasts, like, as of late. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, that's straight from Gina Carano's mouth. Hmm. That, like, one day she said something that the Hollywood community elites didn't like, and she was fired off The Mandalorian, and then her agency, talent agency, financial agency, and lawyers all dropped her in the same day. Yeah. So they actually were referencing something that's been going on, but they did it perfectly. Mm -hmm. so I thought that was a nice touch. So basically, after this point, back to the movie. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to redirect. Uh, he goes to the he, house. Yeah, he go. He goes down to his house. I guess he owns a few properties there. 
Or, yeah, but that's just a... Yeah, so he goes... He, he goes there. He goes to this much, one, uh, and he's thrown off immediately. Someone's here. He sees a, <laughs> uh, the door that kept shutting on its own propped open with a with a chair. Yeah, and all the lights were on. He's like, what the crap is going on and, here? Someone's staying here? Can yeah. we just talk about Justin Long for a second? He was hilarious in he this movie. He was fantastic, and I absolutely adore... You know, my key strength of this movie was the acting. Yeah. And Justin Long, this is a new approach in scary movies where they have a character, at least one character, that is actually being realistic. Yeah. Used to, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they were all just dummies. Yeah. <laughs> but you Walking have, in there you have Justin Long. Curiosity or something. You have Justin Long every step of the way. He's fumbling around. And yeah. He sees one thing off. He's like, what the is going on? <laughs> you know, like he's, come out of there. Yeah. And then he thought someone was downstairs. He goes, I've got a gun. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to start shooting up down there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you got 30 seconds. He runs back upstairs. Goes. He doesn't have a gun. He grabs a Wait, knife. I forgot to say that uh, he called the people that you uh, know, ran out the house. And he chewed them out. Yeah. Like, he's like, "What do you mean? Like, what other? Did they check out or what? <laughs> you know? What other scary movie has the star chewing out the the man the property management company? <laughs> what do you mean you don't clean it up? <laughs> man, I'm yeah. telling you, he brought this like what a real person in that situation <laughs> would be like, and I. I thought that gave the movie an extra gear. Yeah. Justin Long It was is a, so good, man. I can't think of any other actor through 20-something years now that has been in so much random stuff than Justin <laughs> Long. Yeah. He's been in big movies. He's been in little movies. He's been in every kind of movie. Never been an A-lister or anything like that. But who has 20-something years of success but never, like, panned like, out reached. to reached that level yeah he's never been an a-lister but he's always been usually you either flame out or potential out yeah and you fall mm -hmm. that dude has he been, stayed on point his entire career but just random like i didn't wake up and think oh justin long he's gonna be in a four million dollar budget scary movie <laughs> that guy's fantastic yeah i remember seeing him over 20 years ago in like what was it Hot Rod, I believe? I saw him in Accepted. Yeah, the yeah Accepted. That's I, that's I think that's the first time I also saw uh, Jonah Hill, I believe. Uh, Ask me about sure. my wiener. Man, <laughs> Justin Long looked great. I mean, he looked like he had some plastic surgery a little bit, maybe. But, like, his arms were jacked and his yeah. face looked good. I mean, yeah, he definitely had some work done, but... We did. We well, did. He's like, just older. He's like fifty years old. There were moments where we were like, Chase, you were like, he's a Robert Downey Jr. over he, here. I swear to you, like the way he had his the black hair and the uh, the face, like the scruff, and he was bit. like shorter, stocky. I was getting a Keanu Reeves vibe. When I was getting the hand. Yeah. I, I was getting an Eddie Guerrero vibe. <laughs> like if you so, put a mullet on that guy, he would look exactly like Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, so definitely a lot of vibes coming from Justin Long. Yeah. I actually threw it out there that I thought Bill Skarsgård would be a, an excellent Joker. Oh, yeah. absolutely. He's, like, got that freaky look about him, but he's also sensible. Mm. And he's, like, attractive enough but to be 
like he's he's kind of mesmerizing. Like he, you can't take your eyes off of him. He's kind of attractive, but he's also got that kind of like a he's got that creepy quality. Look in his eye. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I mean, he was creepy enough to where he was Pennywise. So, but yet he's decent looking. I, I think he could be an amazing Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Or, Let's get him in there with uh, Robert Pattinson. Or, I mean, honestly, Riddler, too. I think he would be a great Riddler. Or Joker. Any way you wanted to go with it. Yeah. I just want him in the next Batman. Whatever <laughs> whatever you want to do, except for Bane. His it, brother can be Bane, funny enough. If you see his brother in the Northman, Jack. <laughs> oh, that is his brother, isn't it? Yeah. I forgot about that. Anyway, so, I just wanted to sing the praises of... I mean, do you know how lucky you are to have Bill Skarsgård and Justin Long? I've never seen the girl playing Tess before, but she was awesome. Yeah, yeah she I, did really good. Her, she played Fear, and she played Paranoia without overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Her and Rose from Smile, I mean, very impressed. Yeah. Yes. So so, ba- so we're, we're cutting back to the, uh, the scene where he's on the stairway. Justin Long, <laughs> he's AJ... Hilarious. So and he's got a knife yeah. now and a flashlight. He says, I'm coming down there. Squatters at my effing house. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, He goes, I'm going to be putting up with that crap. First, he said he's going to shoot him up, and then he said, All right, all right, I'm going to go down there and cut him up. Or <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. he goes down there. He sees, like, the weak. Because uh, Tess, she put up this. Um, mirror in a yeah, way to show to light the way down the hallway because the lights didn't work down there well yeah she, well there were no lights down there except for one and she didn't have a light there was a light switch down there well i mean yeah but not before so uh she set up the mirror in a way where the light above in the basement would reflect off of it down into the hallway and uh, he sees all this he's trying to figure it out but the door was shut yeah and he's looking at it, trying to figure out what it's doing, and he finds the secret door as well. So he o- he opens it up. And he's like, oh, heck yeah. And he's measuring it because he, oh, looked, that's, so no, he, he looked up no, on the, the thing, internet yeah, how he, much he could get for money on yeah, it cut, yeah, it cuts back. It cuts back to him, like, right after he sees that. He says, can you, uh, can you sell, like, uh, extra underground. space underground uh, to add it to the square footage of the house yeah, can which you add- makes the value a lot more yeah. and he <laughs> sees that big room and he's like oh heck yeah and, and he said uh, uh, usually you know it doesn't he said usually there's a chance and he just he gets a measuring tape and he just starts measuring all these rooms without a second thought and about he's happy. anything he's in the creepiest spot in the world and he is just smiling he's like <laughs> Oh, look at the square footage here. He's like, that's another thousand dollars. And then he ends up going through the tunnel He's down the, to where yeah. we last saw Keith and Tess. Yeah. He's in the Dahmer room and he's like, oh yeah, nine foot. Right. <laughs> he didn't yeah. even see the blood on the wall. Yeah, there's, there's a, blood, there's a bloody handprint. The by the way, and he's oh. like, oh, that's gross. And then he goes downstairs. Yeah, but that's all he gets. That's all he got out of that. He's just like, oh, that's kind of gross. And then he just moves on, keeps measuring everything. So he goes down the uh, the big stairway that led uh, to where, where Keith and Tess Keith. were. He goes down there and he's like, oh my god, this is even bigger than I thought. <laughs> and then he starts seeing cages and stuff. He's like, what the heck is all this? And then he keeps <laughs> measuring. <laughs> he just goes back to measuring everything. And then that's when we get to the 
or you where you head. first well, that's, when, no, when you see the light the purple down the room. hallway oh, with the TV with what, the baby yeah. what were you thinking about that Chase so I was just like so open minded I was like man I just want to see where, where this is going yeah I was like man this is getting really creepy now you yeah know? I really you didn't know it was I mean you knew what was down there because you saw it kill Keith and the, you know what that was weird he was like did you hear what he said he said that um Tess, let's go this way. We have to go this way. I heard something down where you're at. I think it's 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 over where you're where you came from. Yeah. And she's like, No, we gotta go back up. That's the way out. And he's like, No, we gotta go back this way. And then behind him, because they're making so much racket, they he can't. comes out of nowhere and grabs him and starts beating his head against the wall. She came from behind him. So I'm wondering what did he see further past Tess? Well, he also didn't have any light, so yeah, he was he kind of in the dark. Well, yeah, but there's just... a thing that another part that someone says later on that makes me think, what else is going on, you know? Okay, so we we were, uh, what's his name, AJ. Yeah. He's, he's still, he's running around, he's still measuring stuff, and then he finds this, uh, this room off. He can't see in it, but he can see the light coming into the hallway he's in. So he slowly creeps up to it, and he looks inside, and there's like a bunch of clothes on the floor, and he looks, and there's, there's a, a baby nursing. Yeah, there's a old, there's an old TV that has this video of a of like VHS. Yeah, it's like a VHS of like how to nurse your baby and stuff like that. And he's trying to figure yeah. out what's going on. And he's still got the tape measure in his hand, and he feels <laughs> something tug on it. Yeah, she's pulled the tape measure, and he was like, "What the f?" Yeah, because I assume she she heard it and. Or, yeah, and I mean, then she stumbled on it. Yeah. So he, uh, so he, he's trying to figure out what's going on, and then the tape measure just gets yanked out of his hand, and he freaks out, obviously, and just understandably, and just bolts, just down a random yeah, direction. Because he was never even getting it that like something was going on. Yeah, and then and then he sees this, like he he runs into where he stops at like a like a turn. And he looks down the hall and he just sees yeah. this figure coming at him. And he's oh. like, oh man. <laughs> and then he, he runs he away. Runs oh, yeah. Because he, he dropped his light yeah, and, he and drops pulled the, the old flickering move. And he basically gets herded like cattle into a cage where he falls into is. a pit. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He gets and herded. then that's when we get the next cut. Tess reaches over, tells him to be quiet, and then it. It cuts to black, and then we get. And this scene. is where I get confused again. This did not confuse me at all. No, nah, it was a perfect backstory. Yeah, yeah, but it just it threw me off. Why are you so confused? It threw <laughs> me off because I'm so in the moment of I'm what's so happening. Glad I'm not the one confused this time. Thank God. It, it, it was. <laughs> this one was pretty easy. I, I mean, it was easier than the first one, the first cut, obviously, but uh, it still threw me for a loop because I was. Because well, we were in this very tense situation, and then it randomly cuts well, again. The, the reason why I knew it was a time jump, because that's what happens here. Yeah. It was a time jump back in time. See, I and, thought it was forward in time. It's, I mean, the reason no, why I knew no. we weren't following that, and I knew we went back in time, was because of, you know, the car, the radio, the yards, the I houses. Just, I just knew immediately. And then when and the area looked fairly the, similar the, to the area outside, just actually yeah. pretty. Well, the moment I knew it was a, uh, 
like a time jump to the past is when I heard Reagan on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, and then basically it laid the foundation that this old man and also was a weirdo. I just yeah. want to say that the uh, the like the cinematography. Oh, nice. The shots in that scene were just stunningly good yeah. because it shows him walking from his house. And then he gets into his car and it pans into the back seat and we're just following him like third person video game style mm. just down the road. He gives a little wave and he then he goes to the store, buys diapers and stuff. Buys and diapers, plastic, plastic uh, what do you and call gloves. that? And gloves. Yeah, that. And then he leaves there and goes back to his car and he sees this girl loading stuff into her car and then he... Uh, follows her follows her to her house and i was like oh here we go <laughs> you know and so he he goes old school he puts on the uh, the Disguise. plumber the plumber outfit and he goes up there and says hey we had some kind of outages around here want to check up on the house she lets him in he goes into the bathroom turns the faucet on and then unlocks the window yeah. that leads to the bathroom turns the water off says you know everything's good Call us if you have anything. Have a nice day. So I'm assuming he came back at night. Anyway, it cuts back to uh, him going back to his house. And as he's walking his groceries into the house, he opens up that basement door and you hear screaming coming out of there. Yeah. Oh, did you? And I didn't so hear that. There's a another woman trapped down there. And it's just a continuous cycle, as yeah. we've learned. So, there's a lot of... This man just keeps having babies over and over and over again with all these women. And, uh, that he kidnaps, yeah. So, you know what that was, right? I, I love... Um, what I won't say callbacks, but homages, I guess you'd like say. references. References, homages. And this was so like on money with wrong turn yeah the inbreeding and yeah that was so did you get that one josh yeah wrong i thought turn. that too after uh started thinking well after you know we actually know, started getting knew some what was going on and we got it explained to us wrong turn was a big influence on this and when she's going to capture uh, AJ and Justin Long and they're in the hallway and his flashlight is flashing and lighting up the hall that was a la Christopher Nolan in the Dark Knight Rises when huh. Batman was fighting the guys in the train tunnel yeah so that was a big reference to the Dark Knight Rises Christopher Nolan that was shot the flashing light in the tunnel yeah I, so, yeah, I see it Christopher Nolan you know wrong turn and then there was aspects from many other classic horror films. And I thought this movie and Smile were actually paced evenly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they say Tess tells AJ, like, she just be her baby. Like, be yeah. her baby. Yeah, be just calm. relax. But here's the best thing about it, and I love this. He never calmed down. He never chilled out. He never yeah. went along with it. He was just like, ah! <laughs> so, and she ends up getting so upset that she takes him by force. He drops the flashlight. She leaves the gate open, by the way. And she pulls him into the baby room to try and breastfeed. Oh, man. It was <laughs> disgusting. Breastfeed him. And he's like, oh! 
like that. <laughs> so she makes her way out. Yeah, Tess, she uh, grabs the flashlight, crawls out of the hole, and she just straight leaves. She sees what's going on. Well, she got chased, but she made it out. Oh yeah, yeah. And because I, uh, she accidentally trips over the uh, the same the man, tape measure. The yeah. same man that chased her into the house earlier in the movie grabs her by the arms and pulls her out of the out escape. Of the, yeah, yeah, out of the glass uh, out of basement. Out the glass basement, which is just amazing. And then he says, you're free from her. And she's like, you know what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> that guy was awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, her little guilt trip is like, I can't leave AJ down there. And he and he's saying, if you don't leave now, she will come out okay. after you and find you. Yeah, because she only comes out at night. You. Yeah. My first thought is like, why did this guy never at some point just, you know, pop her? But he probably just thought like it's none of my business or I'm not sure really. He, who knows if it even worked, you know? Honestly, I don't know. She kind of went into juggernaut mode. Yeah. She went into God mode. Yeah. So she jumps in the car, right? Yeah, so, uh, well, she go. she runs all oh, the way yeah, to, yeah. uh, she runs gas to, like, station. this gas station, calls the cops, they take her back down there, and she's, you know, pleading with them, like, there's help a man, me. yeah, there's a, help me, there's a man in there, I was locked in this place for who, who knows how long, and there's a guy down there, and he's probably about to be killed, Yeah. and she's like, y'all have to go in, and he says, well, you don't live here. You know, for all we know, you're breaking in. And then they don't even do anything. They get a call over the radio. Terrible Detroit cop. Oh, no. And then they just leave. They just leave because they got another call to go to. Well, to be perfectly fair, she did look like a crackhead. And it wasn't the best part of town. I think, I, they, I I think they just ignore that. Well, they set up earlier that they don't patrol that part of town. So it was it was set up. Well, she goes back to her vehicle and she jumps in it about to leave, backs up, and it's at night now. When you it was set up, it, the yeah. old, the hag comes outside. Oh, don't forget that AJ got free when she uh, when she ran off, right? Remember no. AJ left the uh, he left the baby room and he started trying to find his way out. And then he heard her coming back after she escaped through the window. Yeah. And so... He kept running. He kept running deeper. And there was a left turn and there was a right turn. He went down the right turn of this bill. And he opens... Or he stops at the door and he turns around and he hears her coming. And he sees a shadow figure come up. And then it goes back down. So she decided not to. And... Um, yeah, don't watch that in a lighted room or you yeah. won't even get it. Yeah. And then, um, so he goes in there and he sees this old man, which is the guy from we the saw flashback. from the flashback who was kidnapping women. And, yeah, uh, and you know what? It never really paid off with him. Yeah. I thought something big was going to happen. He, They basically stared at each other. The guy and didn't never say anything. The guy never said a word, and then he pulled out a gun and uh, unalived himself. I think it's because he mentioned the cops. And yeah, but... he couldn't reach the gun because he was too old and So, I want to know this. I got the point. Why did the... God. Why did the hag never go into that room? 
I think because because once upon a time he was her father or lover or both and just always had dominion over her like yeah. you know like she she cowers to him it also seemed like maybe that bell was like that his too. way to summon her well he had obviously you know Become asserted his dominance over her and I'm your master yeah right Josh yeah that's the way I saw it but I just I the payoff was um, from the flashback that this was the guy that started it all but mm-hmm. I just I wanted something more in that scene other than just the reveal that it, it was this guy that started it all yeah but, so essentially Justin or um, AJ God. I keep wanting to call him Justin me too uh, AJ he sees all these old VHS's and he starts he watches one and basically it's yeah. revealed that this guy had been doing these things with having these yeah. children with all these women well that that was the big reveal but to me that was revealed in the flashback yeah it's like they double revealed yeah like, like they i think it was revealing to aj oh okay so because he didn't know he thought the guy was trapped down there. yeah but i thought they were yeah because he said we're gonna get i'm gonna, gonna get, get out, out and yeah. we're gonna get the cops involved yeah, but I thought they were just spoon feeding us, and I was like, "Yeah, you already flashed back to that guy." Like I got it. Yeah. But I guess you're right. That kind of showed AJ. You would have had to explain it to AJ. Okay. Well, maybe. And then the guy just grabs a gun out of the dresser drawer and unalives himself, and I'm just like, I mean, I guess, but. Do you think he felt guilt, or do you think he no, just wanted no, it over, or he no. didn't want to be caught? He didn't want, he to, didn't be want to be caught. He thought or, after all these years. Or he wanted to die because she was keeping him alive. But why didn't, why didn't he shoot AJ? He should have shot him. If well, that, there's no point. He was. Yeah, there is anyway. a point if he wants to keep it quiet, not the cops. Well, he's well, been, I he, mean, he's on death's bed. Well, anyway, that maybe like. that maybe brings the idea of like. He doesn't want to be there anymore. He can't really move. He could have done that to himself at any point. Well, he couldn't have gotten to the drawer if she was keeping him alive. Because how did he eat? She had that hag had to bring him food. I just don't. I just don't understand the motivation in that scene. If the motivation was AJ was going to call the cops and expose them, he should have shot AJ and himself. I think he knew it was over regardless. Either so why he was just going to be AJ to keep it quiet. Well, I think because either I think he wanted to die at that point. Well, that's when I started thinking about it. He would have just yeah, shot he AJ. He did. He did. But, but should have been a double. Yeah. But like I said, that was uh, one scene that I felt was under underpaid. Yeah. So we cut from that and we go back to. Um, Test right. That's when she gets in the car, mm-hmm. and uh, she's sitting there. Let me take this off. She's sitting there, and she she gets in her car, and she starts it up, backs up, sees the house, and sees the hag just burst out. Now and that was a scene. That was wild. And she puts this car in drive and pulls a Hank Schrader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't get it, Josh, but that's okay. I didn't for eight years. But. Just, just rams the the old hag right into the house yeah, inside of the wall. That was like uh, when that happened. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I was 
Like that got me going, man. Yeah. Like, so, so for a moment, the hag is she's pinned up against the car and the and wall. It looks like she craps out. Yeah, but, it looks like. But she we knew died. she. I knew she wasn't dead. Yeah. So, so she runs out and she runs into the house to save AJ because she thinks, "Oh, I just killed the hag. Now it's clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. clear." <laughs> so Tess runs down there. She goes way back down into the labyrinth, and then um, she's looking around. To save AJ. And AJ, he, he's he got his flashlight on. He's trying to make his way through. And she she turns the corner right by the purple room, the baby room or whatever. And she sees, like, a little glimmer of light coming down from that way. And then out of nowhere, you hear a gunshot. And hmm. you, you definitely called it beforehand. You said, he's going to shoot her. Yeah. And I was like, you know, there's a high chance of that. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. Mm-hmm. And then, pop! And she went down, and it's almost like it's a. It was an honest mistake. Yeah, yeah. You know how scared. I mean, AJ had to because be because she she was a shadow, just like remember the hag walking through. And the there? fact that he felt like I have a gun, I'm gonna make my way out of here. He didn't know the hag was mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So he he bolts over there, or he I guess he inches his way over there. And he realizes what had happened. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for this. Yeah, and then he pretty much helps her out. He's He gut shot at her, it looks like. Yeah. So he's helping her out, and they get finally get back up to the surface and walk out the door. They look to the right, and the hag's gone. But, of course. But they're like, screw it. Let's just mm-hmm. go for it. So they start running. And the and man she, helps them that's yeah. been helping the entire time. Yeah. yeah, he baits, he pulls him underneath this, uh, what is it, this fencing? Just, yeah, and then I thought it was him. a silo from the, you know, the old, the, yeah, they, but then they have a, they have a campfire scene yeah. where basically a little dialogue, a little backstory is spoon fed to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and says like, he's been doing it for 30 years. And well, remember, he, he'd she, been he there for 15 years. Says. I love how he's, I love it when guys say it like that. I've been here for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, good <laughs> Lord, how long have you been living on the street? <laughs> he said, how'd you make it? He's, yeah, because he's basically a hobo. Right. Yeah, and he's like, she never comes in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, anyway, guy was, so, that guy was such a good character actor. I, I like, liked him. Yeah. It kind of gave me a Lawrence Fishburne. But kinda, they uh, kind of. From Alien. Yeah. Alien. What was that called? Alien something. Yeah, he kind of was like the dollar store Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> he was. Yeah. But he I did liked great. him. Yeah. And then they kind of did that cheap filmmaking, like when you're on a budget, like a. Yeah, she never comes in here. And then she just burst in there. Yeah. It's like, what? Before she does that, he does say that there's things worse down there than, than her. I did hear that, and I was waiting on that to come to fruition, but I either, think that'll be the sequel. Either he was, was talking, that about, the, the, the either he was talking about the dad, or there is some, because we saw another path. The dad. We saw a path that the a, the AJ never went down, plus... There was a lot of VHS tapes. Sounds like sounds like sequel material to me. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she comes in and she grabs this man and she rips his arm off. And, and then, then full on Mortal Kombat's him yeah. with his own arm. And I love then, how she's got it and while he's up and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then they. Uh, but he never yelled during that. Do you mm, notice? Yeah. He's like, I take it like a man. <laughs> AJ and Tess, they bolt out. They can't get over the barbed wire. Well, so. don't don't forget that Justin Long 
gave this touching speech. Am I a bad guy? I did bad things, but am I a bad guy? Did maybe I make I'm up just for a good it? guy that did bad things. Or maybe I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they bolt out of there and they go to climb up this structure, kind of like what, Jurassic what, World Dominion. I was like, yeah, I'll say, what was that? It was it was a spiral staircase up this tower. It's like a like a water tank or something. It's either that or like one of those like lights. What do you call those things? They're on the water, even though they're not on water. Yeah, I don't know, but this hag is just like chasing them. But Tess has been shot, and I was kind of in the camp almost a little like, okay, I'm gonna have to suspend belief for a minute because she was gut shot. Like, she's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably would have been close to bleeding out at this point. Yeah, so, so anyway, they get up there and they say, Oh my god. I'm yeah. trapped. And, yeah. and then AJ just finally realizes. I know how to do it. He's Dang. still got the gun. Yeah. And he, he, he goes to grab the gun and he fumbles with it. <laughs> and it falls the all gun. the way down the tower to the to the floor below. So true to the character as well. And he's still freaking out. And then uh, Tess, she finally gets up there with him. He says, I think I know what to do. So he sees Tess yeah, he, and then the hag, she finally gets up there to the top with him. He says, what was she's it? She's going to kill us both. I've got to do this. He's like, he's like, this is my only chance to is, survive. Yeah, this is my only chance. So he grabs, he grabs Tess. Tess and literally yeets her off <laughs> the and, platform. And it says, how qual- save your baby, basically. Yeah, to the, to the, to the hag. hag. So the hag... This is where I was like, all right, this is getting a little ridiculous. What? When he threw her off? I thought that was kind of realistic. No, I was thinking like when the hag and her went flying off and somehow the hag caught her. They both survived and they fell about 10 to 15 feet in the air on concrete. They both would have been toast. Yeah. Maybe if they would have fell on like. I could, I was it 15? Be- I think it was more than that. Well, here's the thing. Con- I could, you know how bad concrete is? That would have splattered him. I right. could have believed the hag survived because she's been shown to have, like, super strength. Well, I think she ripped the guy's arm some, off. She should have fell on some dirt, I think. And the now, I do believe that Tess could have survived if she landed on the hag, which she did. What I don't believe is that the hag jumped down there before she hit the ground and got underneath her to protect her is what I don't. Believe. I think she pulled that. Uh, uh, I think they pulled that Batman f- scene from The Dark Knight where Rachel was tossed out the window and he jumps out yeah, but and it, grabs her at the last second and turns. That, you know, there was enough time to catch. You Tess. just had to. This one of the moments where you just had to suspend your belief. Yeah, yeah a little bit. It's, I mean, all of it's kind of crazy anyway. Yeah, but I, I was like, they're both alive, and I, I had a moment where I went, oh yeah, whatever. But what, it was kind of thinking like, about him yeeting Tess off the building. I actually wasn't surprised at all. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of felt like they set something like that up, yeah. and I just knew that he was going to. Do, to what do it to something him. like that, yeah. So basically, after that, he goes down there. He grabs his gun. He's like, and he goes, and he goes up. Oh God, you're alive! Yeah, yeah. he sees Tess is like, I'm so sorry. I had no choice. She would have killed us both. Here, I'll help you get out of here. Yeah. So he goes to lift her up, and then out of nowhere, the hag full on double hand chokes him, mm-hmm. and, and then she, so stranger things. Yeah, he drops the gun. Beckner. Yeah, she's uh, he's Worst freaking out. Evil. McCain. And then she just thumbs his eyes. 
Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Splits I head. haven't seen that. I've watched scary movies since I was a wee babe, a wee lad. <laughs> I've seen them all. Yeah. And that thumbs poking their eyeballs out thing, I haven't even seen that maybe one or two, three at the most. And this year I've seen it more than <laughs> a million oh. times. Yeah. yeah. Vecna and then now this. And smile. And smile. It's like, I haven't seen that in... In like 20, 20, 30, 40 years of horror films. I mean, see no evil. Kane like ripped people's eyeballs out. <laughs> but that's kind of different. I've never seen mm-hmm. that movie. I haven't either. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just depends on what kind of mood you're in. <laughs> if you're in for just a ridiculous like gore fest. <laughs> me personally, I kind of like paranoia. And then with, with an aspect of slashing rather than just like straight this. slasher. Yeah. But don't get me, don't get it twisted. I like a good old slasher film. Yeah. <laughs> but I like a, man, there's just something about a paranoia, a paranoia scary movie that builds nicely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, there's nothing like it. Yeah. And if you have a low budget, it's almost like no other genre with a low budget can recoup their budget. They can't make any money. If you try to make a, a love story, a drama, a superhero movie, any and you have a action. Fi- and you have a five million dollar budget action, it's just gonna be a nightmare, a disaster. Mm-hmm. But if you make a good scary movie on a four million dollar budget, there's a chance that you could make, you know, make uh, your money like thirty, quintuple. forty times over. Yeah. Or if you're you're saw one, you can make a hundred and fifteen times 115 <laughs> times of, what the is budget. that, like a 1,100%? Yeah, wow. something weird like that. Yeah, or you can do like Paranormal Activity. He's got like a $800,000 budget and make 70, 80 million. Do or they you still can, make those? Or you can bone. I think they just made one recently. Or you can bone mm-hmm. Tomahawk it and have no budget at all. Yeah. And have, a, and have an amazing movie. One thing I can promise the people of this podcast <laughs> is that before this month is over, they're going to get a Bone Tom Hawk podcast, no matter if anybody even knows what that is, because me and Josh are spreading yeah. awareness. This is the best uh, low-budget... There's Isabella. <laughs> all right. That's the best low-budget movie of all time. Yeah. And when I say low-budget, I mean a million mm-hmm. or less. That movie is phenomenal mm-hmm. i need to watch it it's got patrick wilson and kurt russell the thing the conjuring right there, there right go. there and not to mention it's got uh jack from lost yeah oh yeah that's the three co-stars <laughs> Jack from lost kurt russell and patrick wilson that's crazy but anyway you want to wrap this up well we got to wrap up the film can i help you Huh? So what were we talking about? We were talking about the end of the movie. So like this the, is it. Just rate it. So ba- oh okay. Well, so basically, uh, she, uh, the creepy she, hag, pretty much is like trying to carry Tess back to the caves, 
and Tess grabs the gun that AJ had and shoots her in the face and kills her. <laughs> and then that's the end of the... I love how they tried to make you care about her, like right before uh-huh. she blows her brain. Because yeah, she's, yeah. she's trying to speak words, but she can't. She's like... I got like bah, Alien bah, bah. 4 vibes or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, we're the same. No, you're not. <laughs> so then, and then she just, like, it rolls credits right there. Yeah, and then she walks off. Yeah, so, uh, Josh, what? Uh, what do you give it? I'm going to give this an 8. Or 80, out of 100. 80 out of 100. I really, I really enjoyed it. The acting was good. The music was good. Um, I, I think I only had two cons. And one con was the screen looked a little blurry sometimes, mainly when it was daytime outdoors. But that could have just, just been the theater. It could have just been the theater. And uh, that projector is really bad. That theater. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the new one. Yeah. And I'd say the other negative part about it was that uh, somehow the hag was able to catch Tess before she hit the concrete. But other than that. Like, I can get past that. It's not something that ruins the film. It, it, it's actually, it's a really good movie. I, I, I loved it. All right. 80. Me? Yeah. All right, so I guess I'll give it a 76. Had fine acting. It had um, good cinematography. Uh, you shouldn't say that. The, the only negatives I had is that were those few moments where I got a bit confused. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that's more on me than anything. This movie wasn't a if standout, me, like amazing horror film, but it was a good one, and it's like I I recommend going seeing. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it. Well, whatever you didn't like about it, just remember that was a four million dollar budget. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean, I almost spent four million going to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I will say this movie gas. was very artistic, and I appreciated it. For four million, I mean, that was pretty incredible for four million. Absolutely, yeah. and and the hag looked it really good too. It felt like at least a ten or eleven million. Like the hag budget. looked really good too. The I reveal, mean, she looked hideous, but she looked good, like yeah. good. Like the reveal funny. for the hag also for I want to say to look, was good. For that to look that professional, like the tunnels and whatnot. Oh yeah. On that budget, mm-hmm. I think people like put some money out of their own pocket into that, like cut corners. Sure. You remember when Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool was saying like. Yeah, we fidgeted around. Yeah. Um, they had to have done that. I'm sure. Well, I give it an 84 out of 100. Okay, so we're roughly in the same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, two good movies good. back to back, huh? What do you think? Two huh? good movies back to back. Yeah, I, I, I have fun. So, um, you have any final notes, any of you? Just that it was really good and... It's probably the last week it's in theaters, so go see it. If not, rent it on Redbox. You won't regret it. DVD, Redbox. It, it's worth It's worth. The I don't money think people won't even do that anymore. What DVD? Stream it. Yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah, wait for it. HBO I don't know, or something. I don't know what it'll be on, but uh, check out The Barbarian on a streaming service if yeah. or when it comes to when. I'm sure it will. So, yeah. That's it. All right, Yeah. Then. yeah. No plugs, this bonus episode, so. Yeah. Well, that does the car ride review of The Barbarian. Yep. Yep. See you guys next time. See ya. See ya.